The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. Rav Chaim Zaid went to Shabbaton Yama Melach. Another open miracle. Went to Shabbaton Yama Melach. A very religious couple's retreat from people. Friday night, a couple comes over to him, religious couple, and tells him, Kvodarav, can we ask you a question? He says, yeah. We, Baruch Hashem, have 12 children. We live in Harnof in a four-bedroom apartment. Now, in Israel, when they say four bedrooms, I think in Brooklyn, it's the same thing. I learned it the hard way. Four bedrooms doesn't mean literally four bedrooms. They include the dining room, living room as a, as a room. I don't know why they do that. Someone here really said, I don't know why you guys do that. But four bedroom is including the dining room and including the living room. So four bedrooms means that they really have two rooms to sleep in besides the dining room and the kitchen and the, and the living room. That means 12, make the calculation, 12 children, and the couple. And then they have a two-bedroom, I don't know, the guests. I met a guy in Williamsburg that he told me he puts his kids to sleep in the kitchen. You guys want to support him, I'll be more than happy. But he has beds, he takes it out when they go to sleep, and he puts mattresses in the kitchen, in the living room, and his kids are sleeping all over the house. Small apartment in Williamsburg. That's how much of a ani is, unfortunately. But basically, this couple had 12 children in a four-bedroom apartment in Harnof, Yerushalayim. Okay. They tell the rabbi, we never went to our hotel in our life. It's our first time as a couple with the children going to a hotel to relax a little bit. I want to take my wife out, but we have a problem that we're arguing about. What are we fighting about? I went to the dining room where we're supposed to eat everyone together, and I see that it's mixed seating. It's not separate men and women. It's mixed seating. Couples are sitting together. And I, have, I work in my Shemirat Ha'enaim. I don't like the atmosphere over there. Mixed seating. I'm not going to be able to control my eyes. On the other hand, you're talking about religious, religious retreat, by the way. On the other hand, the wife told her husband, as Ma Sinim is there, what did we gain? We're coming here for enjoying ourselves to relax. Now you want to go upstairs in the room alone as if it's Tisha B'Av. We're like, we're like, what do we do? We came in to enjoy ourselves. But he tells, yeah, but Shmirat Tainaim. I can't just eat over there. Yeah, but we came to enjoy us. We got to go to the dining room. He tells him, no, let's go upstairs to our room. We'll get the food over there. So they asked the rabbi what to do. Rabbi Chaim Zaid told him, Lehalacha, Lehalacha, you got to listen to the wife. The wife came in to enjoy ourselves. Relax with your Shmirat Tainaim. You know what I mean? Don't be that machmi. It's a religious retreat. Put your head down a little bit. Let your wife enjoy. Go eat downstairs. That's but let me tell you, I rule, he told them, that I learned from my Rebbe, Rav David Buchatzer. And this is a tremendous lesson, Rabbi on, on a daily basis. This is a rule, he said, that Rav David Buchatzer taught me. Any time in life, you have a nesayon, you have a test that's coming your way, and you really have to go out of your comfort zone to overcome it. You really have to be Moser Nefesh, to really push against the tide and overcome that ha'ava, that desire. You should know that Hashem in Shemaim is ready to give you tremendous beracha, a pool of water of blessings. And He's just waiting for that little hetach, for that little opening for the water to go through. Imagine like a huge water balloon, one little ding, and all the water goes out. Hashem is ready to give tremendous shefa and beracha to that person. He wants to see a little more loyalty, a little more misilut nefesh. Even though you're able to eat downstairs, because that's the halacha, but go meaning go more out of the comfort zone, more than halakha, be more machmir, be extra loyal, be musa nefesh, you're going to get beracha. Okay, he convinced the wife, poor wife, but he convinced her, they ate upstairs at the end. And when I make the calculation, the simcha hall was in the basement of the hotel, and they were on the seventh floor, room 512. You see, I remember the room, room 512, seventh floor. That means every time they had to take food, even just the tchina, let's say you want to transfer tchina, it's going to spill halfway, the salad, but that's what they did. They ate upstairs. As the wife was taking the food upstairs, they were the only ones in that floor. As she's walking to her room, to the hotel room, she hears a guy screaming from a different hotel room, 
Hatsilu, Hatsilu, help me, help me. She goes to her husband. She's like, there's a guy screaming Hatsilu. The husband tries to open the door. He couldn't. He bursts the door open. He sees a guy, a batai, pool of blood, spitting out blood, spitting out blood. He right away called Hatsala. They had to get a helicopter on top of the roof to transfer him, to transfer this guy that was spilling out blood. He almost died. They transferred to Shiva Hospital in Be'er Sheva. He, they flew him to Shiva Hospital in Be'er Sheva. Hashem, they were able to save him and he survived. That means she was the only one on the floor. Because of her husband's Shmirat Ha'anaim, they were able to hear this guy screaming at Silu. And then they saved his life. If they were not upstairs on that floor, no one would have heard that guy. He would have passed away. Now, but listen to what happened next. This guy that survived and now he became healthy, he was able to talk. He found out more details of who saved him, of the couple that saved him, and why they were upstairs in the first place, even though they weren't supposed to. You get curious, why are they there in the first place? Everyone's downstairs. You obviously knew the details. Reb Chaim Zid gets a call from this guy that survived from Shiva Hospital. Tells him, Kvodarav, I heard what happened, and I heard that you pushed them to go eat upstairs with Musa Nefesh. I want to ask you a question. I have one son, and my son lives in Los Angeles and LA. Extremely wealthy son. He doesn't need any of my wealth. I have a house, an apartment, in High North Yerushalayim that I wasn't sure what to do with it since COVID. I wasn't sure, back and forth, deals, not deals. It's a six-bedroom apartment, worth a few million dollars, in High North Yerushalayim. Is it tzedakah, halakha-wise, is it tzedakah, if I give it to this couple, the Rebbe tells them, of course, they're anim, they're poor, it's a poor couple. 12 kids, miskinim, in a four-bedroom apartment, you can save them. Is it tzedakah? Yes. Halachically, it's 100% tzedakah. Rabbatai, the guy, gave the apartment, free apartment, higher north Yerushalayim, to this couple. When I spoke to Reb Chaim Zid on the phone, he told me, Yaakov, just this Monday Shabbat, I came back from the Chanukah Tabayit, the celebration of Tamina, the new house in higher north Yerushalayim. And there were lawyers there, and legally they have the apartment 100%. You hear this? Few million dollar apartment, Harner for Yerushalayim. Shmirat He was Mosel Nefesh. And Hashem was ready to give him Beracha. Look at what Beracha this guy got. You go to Hotel Tayyama Melech, you come back to a six bedroom apartment, Harner. How awesome is that? You hear this? Misirut Nefesh. A person that goes out of his way to overcome a tava, to overcome a desire. Don't look at it like homework. Don't look at this, you know, it's like, oh my gosh, again. Rather look at it like opportunities. Hashem is giving you more opportunities to overcome this ta'ava, to give you more beracha. Hashem is giving you gold. You're able to grab gold, grab this ta'ava, overcome it, become a bigger tzaddik, more beracha for you. And if a person like Abiliezer ben Dodiah can be korneh olam with one moment, can you imagine how much we can accomplish, Abatai, every minute of our life, how much we can accomplish? How much Torah, how much mitzvot? Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.